94.3 FM Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM Love, relationships, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome to the best relationship and marriage talk show on radio. Helpers of your joy. The way you smile makes everything okay. Here's where you get all the answers and advice to spice up your love life. Join our apt, seasoned, and experienced counselors as they walk you through the intricacies of love, courtship, marriage, sex, temperaments, and all you need to know about relationships. Help Us of Your Joy comes your way every weekday, 9 to 10 p.m. here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Help Us of Your Joy, helping you have a joyful and blessed relationship. Husbands, love your wives as Christ hath loved the church and gave himself for it. Now there's a real lover. You see, my friend, a good lover is more than hips, lips, and fingertips. It is the ability to hold the cold wind of life in your hot hands until the wind warms under your loving touch. It is standing by the bed until the light goes out in my eyes and you kiss my face one final time. It is the ability to stay with me until the machine stops and the ventilator ceases to pump air into my lungs and I speak one last time or squeeze your hand. If you ever have to fight a real storm, you will need a lover, but not the kind you might normally seek. This is a lover of the day and not just the night. Lovers that deal with the day are far more difficult to find. Jesus is the lover of my soul and under his tutelage. Teaches how to love.
The helpers are here. Call your your beloved, your husband, your church members, your ministry members, your office colleagues. Post it on that page, the office page, the church page, and tell them that Helpers of Your Joy is live on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM, the station that keeps you sanctified morning, noon, and night. By the grace of God also, there's no proper football to watch. Uh, black stars are not playing. <laughs> so, we have your utmost concentration. <laughs> we have your ears. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm just teasing the whole Ghana and teasing myself as well. We miss our national team, but it's all well and good. We're Ghanaians and whatever happens, we lose together, we win together. And so, um, the program has, by the grace of God, some anointed uh, panelists and tonight we are blessed to have with us Lady Pastor Nanama. Elfie Nanama, you're welcome. Thank you very much, Reverend Alex. <laughs> <laughs> she she is anointed. And I wish I could tell Merci. you that her anointing has even gone up some more. Mercy. I'll give you the reasons later. Elfie, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm blessed. So how how are you taking it? The, the, it's been two days since we lost, but how is it feeling? Well, it's sad. Okay. But hey. Life goes on. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I will leave the football matters because when we go off, uh, I would take her on concerning some team that she supports. <laughs> but Let's see. That they are struggling. Um, she won't say they are struggling, but... <laughs> okay. So we've been talking about this issue that has come up where a lady says that their marriage has been unpleasant in the past few years. Uh, they've been married for four years and more heading towards their fifth year I, I help you i feel that the first five years of every marriage can be very can be a bit uh, difficult i think that the first year can be the period the of most, adjustment yeah, the most turbulent turbulent yes mm-hmm. i think it's mainly because the two people are coming from very different backgrounds yeah and um as a result they require to know each other Mm-hmm. That's the time that you really, because you don't really know your spouse until you actually get married to them. Until you live together. Yes, you live together. And then you wake up and he's by you. Mm-hmm. Then you know that he actually <laughs> snores. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Not just a story, and that when he goes to the washroom, it's also mosquitoes f- run away from the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can know? imagine why the mosquitoes run away. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the first year, the, f- the first few years is a period of you adjusting to each other. Mm. I mean, getting to know each other and I mean, picking up things. Adjust. I mean, adjusting. Yeah. You know, that's the time you you learn when to compromise what his, his habits are, his or her habits are, and all that. So, mm. it's quite. Um, t- it can be turbulent, but of course, I mean, with the help of God, you can you can sail through. Yeah, it's uh, it's like the first trimester of a, a pregnancy, the first few years, yeah. <laughs> where <laughs> the baby is struggling mm-hmm. to settle down, mm-hmm. and then mother is also struggling and vomiting and reacting and feeling sick and all so we tend to struggle but she's talking about years of unhappiness it's been unpleasant it says that um, they didn't lay a proper foundation at the beginning um they spent time praying though but they were not open about certain specific problems and struggles they both had we 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 all come into a marriage with specific struggles everybody 
you could have been brought up by the or your parents could be the best examples of marriage you could have been the best christian the most holy the purest of virgins the cleanest of saints <laughs> and, and and what have you but that's perfection perfection <laughs> yes yes some people are some people are perfect uh, mm. or close to mm. uh, as for being perfect there yeah. mm. even jesus said nobody is mm. so but as you come in you realize that you have flaws and even some of our flaws we know them but we never disclose we never disclose. We don't tell the person that we love. Sometimes because we are afraid um, of how we'll be treated if the flaws are detected or become apparent. Um, I, I, I want us to talk up, mention a few of these flaws that we could have. Um, I know adult men, some adult men who wet their beds. Messy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bedwetting. Mess. I don't know of any woman, but at least I know two specific examples of adult men who have urine incontinence at night. Mercy. And this is something they never told their spouses. How do you live with something like that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but thank God for diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you, you the wife, you, whilst you are wiping your babies. Weewee, then you have to wipe adult weewee as well. Let's see, let's see. You know, I thank God for diapers. Let's so see. one of them, they have to resort to the use of diapers at night so that the event he leaks the weewee, the diapers will hold it. It makes me wonder how other things happen, but that's for another day. <laughs> well, I mean, you see, I mean, if you if you were to marry a man like this. Mm. And the man, you are not aware of something like this. It will certainly take you off. Yeah. You know, it will certainly take you off. But, but that's why we are time. Christians. Yeah, it will take you some time to adjust. Even as a Christian, mm. it will take you some time to adjust. You know, okay. because, I mean, first of all, you came into the marriage thinking that you are you are with a full-blown adult. But he is a full-blown adult. Yes. And then, <laughs> but you don't expect something like wetting of a bed. From a full-blown adult, okay. so if you fee, you you see something like that, mm. it would certainly take you off. So, but so let me just be some way. <laughs> so if I discovered that the woman and my if the man discovered that the woman he's married to is the one who wets her bed, it's the same effect. It's the same, it's the effect. same okay. thing. Because I thought that you were going to be biased. Oh no, not okay. at all. It's the same effect because it's, it's something you don't expect, and that's something. It's an outlier. Yeah. You know, and as a result, I think that something like that must be communicated. Mm. The lady must be aware of what him or her mm. or wh whoever should be aware of what they are getting themselves into and mm. make an informed decision. Mm. They must be um, okay with confident what, yes, with, with what coping are, with. Yes. Yeah. And not, I mean, maybe discuss the solutions. So what do you do mm. um, at night? Do, mm. you, do you actually wear the bed sheet and wash it in the morning? Mm. Or what, are, what's, what do you do? You know, these mm. things can be discussed. If you find love and you find pure love and the true love with somebody, the person is willing and ready mm. to live with all your issues. Love bears all things. Love bears all things. So, yes. you sh we shouldn't be afraid to disclose some of these things. If the person doesn't want it, it's better that the person leaves before you get married to mm. the person and then it becomes a marital issue. 
I mean, this um, a scenario, this issue that we are discussing today, it's, it's something like that can do this kind of thing. Yeah. And some people may not be able to adjust easily. Okay, so now my quickly. question is, if we say love, bear, love birth or things, according to First Corinthians 13, now I have disclosed this thing to you after the event, after the event is that we got married, and they are now discovering that I had issues that I never told you about. Um, our ability to bear with the problems or the specific challenges, is it dependent on the fact that I was be informed before we got married or as we got married and I discovered that these things were there that I was never told. I, I don't know if my question is... I understand uh, your question. Should we not be able to still, with the help of the Holy Spirit, be able to bear and live and make adjustments with, with, with uh, the, the struggles that we discover? Let me be some way. Go ahead. Why didn't you also tell the person? Because I'm shy. Shy of what? Why should I See, tell you that I will be at night? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is somebody you, are, you want to have a long-term relationship with. And mm. I believe that communication mm. is very key. Mm. You see, if but, you but don't trust, you, you, you still have to answer the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> if you cannot trust, I'll, I'll come to it. Yes. If you cannot trust that a person mm. can ag- understand and still be with you and mm. you are afraid you are shy, then it's a problem. Could it not be because, uh, forgive me, I'm the one who said you should answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> Could it not be because of past experiences? Maybe I told my previous beloved that well, this, is what I, this is my problem and uh, the relationship ended. So, and I had another one, it didn't work. So, Charlie, I won't say. Rev, so be it. Mm. One day you'll find the one who would be willing you. For okay. who you are, okay. you know, it's 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 um, a form of deceitfulness. You are deceiving the person into mm. you marry you. The person marries you and finds out such grave things about you. And most of the time, some of these things are really grave. Mm. You know, to the extent that it can actually lead into <laughs> divorce, and if, you know, it can get that far. So, I mean, let the person know. Let the mm. person make an informed decision. Let the person enter with their eyes opened, mm. knowing that this is what I am going for, and I've decided to go for it. Okay. You know? So, the specific problem that I saw on TV one day <laughs> <laughs> was that this man was a millionaire, rich, but didn't tell the woman that he was. He acted like he didn't have anything and he dated, 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 dated. And then just when you're about to get married, then he says, actually, I am actually very loaded. What uh, was his reason for that? I mean, he, he felt that, look, let, I, 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 I want to know whether she would accept me for it's who a, I am. It's a very good reason because, you know, a, in and, his but, case... But the woman didn't want to marry him. Because he was too... He was no, because well, he didn't tell her that he was rich. It is her choice. Really? Would you leave a man when he's when he found out that he has money when he had been acting like he didn't have money? When we get there, we'll cross that bridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but Rev, you see, that's what I'm that's it's it's even buttresses the point I'm mm. making that let the person know. Yeah. And let the person make an informed decision. And make the necessary adjustments. Exactly. So okay. if she is. She now thinks that you are wealthy, and because you didn't tell, she's upset. Let it be. Let, let it be upset, yes, small, yes, but, yes, but she should. She oh, should come back and take the money. Charlie, the money they should But you know, people that are wealthy, mm. this kind of trick is better for them because people tend to marry 
the money instead of instead the person. Of the, the person. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So if you are rich, um, you should play this trick. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, you're listening to us. Uh, this helps us with your joy. What, what are some of the things that you could just share with us? Don't mention your name. Otherwise, your husband will know mm-hmm. or your wife will know that you are, you are disclosing the things you discovered. But we all find things that surprise us. Mm-hmm. I, I recall that Bishop Doug preached a message many years ago. It's actually on the poem. I know. It's called Marital Mistakes and Marital Surprises. You know, and so sometimes we marry and we are surprised at things. Sometimes even the the man's appetite, mm. the amount of food they can eat, mm. you know, and you know that a person has a certain type of appetite mm. until you marry the person. Mm. Some also look like they, they, they have a good appetite, but they marry and they realize actually, they know they try with food at all. I mean, you have to beg before they eat and, and all your cooking skills are... Uh, be made redundant you know so but it's important for me that we should go into the marriage that even even unless the things that are told us are are extremely grievous you know the openness bit that uh we we talk about uh, we share with beloveds when they um we we say that as much as possible historically and and financially and spiritually there are things that you must say but must it be that if we discovered unpleasant things about the person's, um, let's say, manners, mannerisms at home, um, I know somebody who had a problem. He he was very old school. When I say old school, what he knows is that as a husband, when he comes home, his wife must meet him at the door and collect his bag. Wow. And put a bag at a specific place. Then he goes to sit in the couch and he waits to be served water and then he's sitting there then his food is brought to him then he eats and sits there washes his hands and then the wife must come and clear the plates and then whilst watching TV then he'll fall off and sleep <laughs> and then the wife now wakes him up and says actually my lord the Simeon Koda no no I mean I'm talking <laughs> and, and, and the woman couldn't take it LV hmm you see, that's when we have to learn to adjust. Okay. You see, that's what he wants. Mm. The man must also understand the background of the woman mm. and how the woman has also been brought up. What you have seen before. Mm. And um, my question is, how was he behaving when they were dating? Right. Like dating, there, I come and go. I come and go. And when I come and visit you, you save me in your room. But now we live. Of course, when I come and visit you as a beloved, I don't have access to all the, your bedroom and other places yeah, as, a, as a proper Christian beloved. But now when we marry and we're living in the same house, I'm now the Lord of the house. I want to be saved. And these things, I mean, like some of these things have virtually led to near separation and divorce. Something, I'm talking about a specific example where the marriage nearly broke down because the woman is not used to that kind of thing. She feels that as a man that I'm living with you, why should you be so... Um, bossy, not, not just bossy she felt it was boring and too backward to behave like that and it was consistent you see and she, she just couldn't take it it, it can be it can be a challenge mm. um, but you see ma- marriage we have discussed here before that we have to compromise mm. you see and you have to both of them have to I mean meet each other halfway yeah you know I mean we cannot change anybody so you have to change so if the woman is unhappy with it 
and she she um this is how the man is she should try and change his suit him and the man must also see that this is my wife my wife is not doesn't like the way i behave this way and i'm sure they must have talked about it several times to for them to get to the point of nearly i mean coming to the end of the relationship but they must discuss they must discuss and try and meet each other um, at a very at a point because you cannot be entrenched in your position like that in marriage it becomes difficult for the other partner but that is not a, a reason for divorce though it, 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 it shouldn't be you know, mm-hmm. in in our opinion and and in fact when you go to court and go and say that i mean um, or even tell your pastor that my husband likes to be saved it, of course you are supposed to save <laughs> <laughs> so, but um we we want to begin to look at uh, certain practical ways of improving because they've resolved to make things work and make things get better and i i i think that a lot of work must begin with myself before i even think that if i don't work on myself i w- i would not have the basis or the moral grounds in quotes or upon which i can begin to work on my my partner or begin to expect, expect certain yeah. certain things from her so what are the things that a, a, a husband or a wife should do if you decide that okay the last year was not a good time for our marriage or the past two years has not been good or the six years of our marriage has been terrible and this and that and that we want to get get better what what should be some of the things that we should do mm-hmm. before we start pointing at what we expect from my wife or pointing at or pointing out what I expect from my husband what must i do myself you have to be a christian okay so how do i become a christian <laughs> you have to be a christian and mm. i mean in our reference book yes uh, model, model marriage, marriage that he talks about um being a christian mm. think as a christian spouse okay and um, so do not do nothing out of selfish ambition mm. or vain conceit but in humility consider others better than yourself mm. yes that's philippians chapter Two. So married people must um reconcile plans. Mm. You know, so that No, no, before you go there, talk a bit about be a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and the verse you read. I I have a nice explanation for that verse, but I wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would explain yours, but let's go. Um so being a Christian, you know, we have to we just have to follow for me I always say that the bible the bible the bible the mm. bible the bible the bible and the bible tells us how to live and how to behave mm. so be a christian do what is expected of you, you what see? is expected of what a believer a, yes of mm. a believer or if a christian wife or a mm. christian husband mm. just do what is expected of you husbands love your wives mm. husbands love your wives that's mm. it submit yourselves yes. one to the other submit yourselves one to the other wife submit, wife, your, submit your own husbands own your husbands do those these are basic things for them for me well, I, I have are, always are they practical are these things practical i mean the bible says husband love your wife but you are living with a stubborn wife and uh, you say i should be a christian and love the stubborn wife or the difficult woman excuse me i mean i'm not i'm not talking about anybody specifically but if if let's say the person is confronted with a quarrelsome uh, cantankerous nagging 
Botele Bita Widow type of person. <laughs> Forgive me. It's just a movie. Please, <laughs> if you are called that name, it's not intentional. I beg you. <laughs> Before, but you are living with somebody who is cons- consistently under your skin, and we are saying that the Bible says, "Love her," and I'm supposed to be a Christian, so I must love this person. Yes, it's it. it that is what it's basic. It's basic. Is it realistic? It's, it's realistic. Is it practical? If it's not practical, God will not tell us to do it. It's, okay. not, it's not something that we can do. Mm. I don't believe God would instruct us to do it. And for me, I believe that um, husbands loving their wives is a difficult thing to do. That is, is why it more it difficult is, than submitting? Both of them are the same. For me, I believe that the reason why God would take the time to tell us to do it, mm. command us to do it, it's a, mm. it's a command, it's mm. an instruction. Mm. God will instruct us to love our hus- our wives, and hus- wives should submit their husband. It's a difficult thing to do, mm. so just follow it. Okay, just do it. So take your eyes off. Uh, yes, just do it. The, f- the difficulties about the person and do it, and decide that I'll love him. I will love him no matter what. I will submit him to him. No, yes, no matter no what. matter what. That is what it is. Because for me, if it was not a difficult thing, God will not instruct us to do it. Mm. It's an instruction. Husbands love you, and even said that as Christ has loved the church. I mean, look at the church, look at the church. How is the church? Is the church pure? <laughs> I mean, one of the, one of the um, greatest revelations that I, I for me, an eye opening uh, comment that I heard Bishop Doug make in a preaching was how that the world has not become any better since churches since the church started since light as i said a church started and since he started ministry and it's clear that you can only do your part (laughs) you know it it was and i was i was so fascinated by his that that level of wisdom to even say that oh as i look at the world uh, there since i started i mean he was talking about since he started ministry things have not the world has not become better because of him or because of his ministry. Yes, and, and it's true that since Christ died for us, our ways have be, as human beings, our ways have become look at how open we have become about these LG whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't want to mention the full name on the Christian <laughs> so that it doesn't even appear in our recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look at how bold and confident we have become as human beings when it comes to immorality, immorality and sin yeah. and all that. But Christ still loves Christ us. Christ still loves I'm us. I'm just trying to uh, uh, support the point yeah. I'm making. I mean, Christ still loves us. So no matter how we have been, he loves us. And it's the instruction is so linked. It's like it's equated to mm. Christ's love. Mm. So as Christ loves, loves the, the church. church. So no matter the kind of wife you have, it, this one is like um, honor your parents. Mm. Honor your mother and your father. It's the same thing. Whether your father took care of you, whether your father didn't, you should honor. So it's it's an instruction. And once it's an instruction, we must learn and ask the Holy Spirit for help. The Holy Mm. Spirit for help to be able to To do it. it. You know, again, honoring your parents, recently I was just learning something that by the time most of us got to, let's say, secondary school form one, even class six, our parents were not in a position to help us with homework. Oh. Mm. Do you realize it? Yeah. They, they had yeah. forgotten the, the, the things that we were being taught. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're honoring your parents, it's linked to how they helped you, <laughs> I mean, 
do your homework and all that. Recently, one pastor was telling us how he helped his son to do his homework. And then when the son went to school, he got zero. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I was just trying to come to it that even now we don't understand what they are studying. So you can't even help them. <laughs> so, so if honoring your father is connected to how he helped you with your coursework, <laughs> then Charlie, then you... <laughs> there will be no honor at all. So, so, you know, so these things are not conditional, really. I'm just saying that it's not conditional. No, it's not conditional. You honor your parents, whether they are the worst drunkards or the worst of persons. And again, I heard the prophet, I heard Bishop Dag say again, that even to use our parents as certain examples... He said God told him not to do that. Yeah, yeah I heard it. I, you know, so it's not it's not conditional. And I, I like the bit where you're saying that we're just supposed to be Christians. And my understanding of the Philippians chapter two, there are three sides to it. I'll start from the last one. It's uh, um, no the second one. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem the other better than themselves. The last bit, and I use the example of working. Um, environments. We all work with people of the opposite mm-hmm. sex. Mm-hmm. By all means, if you work somewhere, you would either serve under a man who is your boss as a woman, you serve under a man, or you are a man and you work under a woman. And sometimes you even work with female colleagues mm-hmm. who are not so above you, or maybe your same grade, contemporaries. Or, contemporaries, or below you. But because they are women, they ask you for favors, office favors. Oh, and you on your photocopy, mommy. You know, as you're going, so oh, can you? You're going to make a photocopy. Can you also make photocopies for me? Maybe her number of copies are even more than yours. Yeah, yeah. And as a guy, you would gladly, as it were, sacrifice and help the lady. Let your wife. Do same. Ask you to make photocopies. <laughs> now, do, do you dear, don't you have legs? <laughs> no, I don't know if you are getting the yeah, picture on page. Yeah, and, and we yeah. submit to female bosses because they are better than us. Mm-hmm. They may not be as pretty as our wives. They may not be as loving and as caring as our wives. But because they are ahead of us in the work environment, we obey them. And we, we, we esteem them better than ourselves. And it's the same with a woman as well. You work under a man who probably is not as cute as your husband, is not as loving, is not as supportive. In fact, you know things about him that are also not so pleasant. Yet the submission to that man is unquestionable. But when it comes to our spouses, we don't transfer that same uh, instruction from the scriptures. I don't know if I'm... Uh, my explanation of that verse makes sense. It makes uh, and, sense. And I think that even in a Christian relationship, we can apply the scripture to a love relationship. Consider your wife better than you. And consider your husband as better than you. And that is such a blessing to have somebody like that to call your wife or to call your husband. It will make a whole uh, lot of difference. Very, very true. <laughs> very, very, very true. I mean, scriptural? The scriptural. And, and, and so what you're saying, we have to be Christians. Let, let's let's Christians. carry on. Christians. Yeah. We have to be Christians. And I mean, Christians behave differently from yes, the world. Exactly. Wow. We have something to look on. We have instructions to follow. Mm. But when we follow them, we become better people mm. by the day. Is it not the case that sometimes, even, not sometimes, uh, okay, sometimes, as, even though we are Christians, we'd rather don't act as Christians? Many times. Yeah. Yes. The, That's true. What the Bible has, has taught us to do, we don't remember them. 
or we choose not to remember them when we, we must we put them aside Daddy, Daddy will say, um, "No, let's put the Bible aside on this one." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that thing you know? of putting the Bible aside mm-hmm. is a problem. It is. It means that we're using some other standard, and so to make the marital relationship better, be a Christian. Be a Christian. So instead of complaining about him, pray for him, or pray for her. Wow. Anyway, Jesus also said it in Matthew five. You said, pray for them that hate you. Love them that hate you and pray for those who despitefully Despite use you. Use you yeah. And he contrasted that instruction with what the world says. The world says an eye for an eye or a tooth for a tooth. But I say this. And so Jesus himself contrasted everything he said to us, every instruction he gave with what the world says. And so, but it's not easy. Is it practical? Is it easy? Is it realistic to demand Christianity? It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. But what it, that is what it is. You see, if you don't be a Christian, what will you be? Mm. If you do not... That's act, a good question. If you, you are a Christian wife or a Christian mm-hmm. husband and you will not behave like a Christian, then how will you behave? What, what do you else know? would you do? Yes, what do you know? What standards are you going to apply to yourself and to your marriage? You see, so that's what we know. Fortunately for us, we have our manual. Yeah. If we are not sure... Just go refer to it, and it will tell you what to do. The Bible will tell you. You can also refer to um, a model marriage. It has a lot of um, things in there that will help us to become better people in our marriages and in our relationships. Mm. Right. So this is help us of your joy. It is time for you to send us your qu- your questions, your comments, your contributions on this subject. Um, sometimes the discussions can go in a certain way, but it's all part of it. We, we're learning at the feet of our master Jesus and uh, we don't know everything. And <laughs> sometimes he tells us things that we ourselves are surprised. So send us your questions, your comments. The number is 0279 We have some messages that have come in. We want to read some of them. And then also... We invite you to send yours, and then we would read them as well. Okay, this one says, uh, forgive me, the, the, the message has vanished. I'm pulling it back. <laughs> okay, this one says, um, there's this lady. Oh, I think it's an old message. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Forgive my sins. Um, right okay there's this lady I proposed to three months ago but in a discussion with my friend okay it's been sent again uh, in a discussion with my friend recently he revealed that he has also proposed to the same lady but I didn't tell my friend that I also proposed to the lady what should I do so he was talking to his friend and then his friend told her, him that he has proposed to a lady that he has also proposed to but he didn't tell his friend that he has also proposed to the same girl. <laughs> what should he do? Mm. That's fine, dear. I think I think he should keep his calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but what about if the girl tells the the brother that uh, uh, his friend that oh, I have uh, your friend has proposed. This guy has also proposed to me already. How, it, it becomes an awkward situation, oh? It will become an awkward situation. However, the onus is on, is on the lady, mm. I believe, to let them know. 
that the two of you. Yes. <laughs> because uh, if I, the, the, the two friends can also choose to discuss it yeah. that we have. But mm. it also becomes an awkward situation. Now the lady will have to now make a choice. You mm-hmm. see, so uh, she she can just keep quiet and just choose one without the other person knowing that this is it. Okay, all right. This one says that um, my beloved and I broke up not too long ago. His reason was that we should part and just be friends. I really love him. Please, what do I do? Nothing. Oh, mm. nothing. What should she do? The person <laughs> doesn't want to be with you. <laughs> he says you should part and be friends. Mm. What would you do? You can't force him to you be in a relationship. Force him to be in a relationship with you. You really you can't. Just do nothing. Pray that God will heal your heart and find give, give you somebody else. That's all. But really, don't do anything to try and get him back. Okay. All right. So that's it. There's nothing you can really do about it. you. Love him. Pray about it. Step back. He says, "Be friends. Be friends. Just conduct yourself well. I mean, carry yourself in a way that you don't even appear desperate." Like, oh, Chalas is saying you should be friends. I said, your world is coming to an end. If you have to cry, cry. But finish your crying as quickly <laughs> as possible. Put yourself together and move on. Because sometimes you really need to cry the person mm. out. So she should go ahead and cry. Put yourself together and then move on. You are, you are uh, recommending crying. Oh, if you, can, if you have to cry, cry. If you feel like crying. Oh, yes. Cry the person out. <laughs> cry the person out of you. <laughs> hey, uh, you have secrets. <laughs> this one says, good evening, help us. Please, Ren Alex. I think maybe this couple got connected by their pastor. And both of them decided to put on their best to make it work. So I think prayer is what they will do more. And forget about the aspects of becoming friends first. Wow. I think this is uh, uh, some... some point there if as you mean they were introduced by their pastors so they were spiritual mm-hmm. and they prayed and they became but the aspect of becoming friends first getting to know each other and, and flowing in a certain way yeah. that didn't happen oh yes so it's possible it's very possible and i was actually if we we're going to continue i was going to come to the fact that they really need to spend time together they really need to get to know each other it's like they have to start dating again you know and they have to communicate, open themselves. And I agree with the brother. They should get to know each other better. I mean, sometimes some foundations are not laid. But it's never too late to lay those foundations. Even yeah. with buildings, you cannot do underpinning. So, okay. <laughs> you, so when the foundation is not well laid, you this should one, be You have, you have brought your profession inside. <laughs> 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 okay, but you're saying that they can date again. Yes. You said you were going to come to that. Yes. So talk to us about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> talk to us about oh, it. Oh, they, they, ca- they can date again. You are married, but you can date again. Okay. You know, you, you, can, you can put, make, make, it, make a conscious effort, okay? Make a conscious effort to um, get to know each other better. Mm. So what do you do? One of the things you can do is that you can actually start spending time, a lot of time together, quality time together. So if it is home, you can do it. You don't have to necessarily go out, especially, I mean, because they, that may require financial commitments. But if you still, you want to go out, you can go out, dress up nicely, go and have a, go, go and sit somewhere, have a chat, have this talk like you were dating, mm. you know, talk, talk about everything and anything, no hiding of anything, opening up. At this point, you're already married. I mean, whatever you are trying to bring up, 
shouldn't really bring be a big deal. So let's try try and get to know each other, discuss everything, mm. open up, get to. I mean, bring that there's bring that um, attraction, that chemistry back into the marriage because you've already decided in your minds that you want to make it work. Yeah. So once you want to make it work, anything that will let it make let it work, let it work. You can have your movie nights, have specific dates, times that you. You you ha- you just be alone with each other. Times that you can even and you sometimes even knowing each other's friends, yeah. you know. So you can spend time with friends. You can visit family. I mean, just get to know each other better. And all mm. that's all part of the dating process. And you get to know that better each other better, so that you'd be able to. I mean, build the relationship from that point. Okay, this one says that my I uh, my struggle with my husband is that. His mother and his sister control everything he does. And I didn't know that. And since we got married, everything we discuss, he discusses with his mother. And I I, I don't like it. <laughs> and I want to leave the marriage. It, I, I think it's not grounds for leaving the marriage. I, I, I don't I don't I don't think it is. The brother has to be the brother has to be um coached or counseled to to approach it differently i mean the 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 full text is said that when they got married they were actually living with the 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 man's mother and so she comes back home from work and the husband is with his mother and his sister and will spend hours with them sometimes would even eat their food and the food that she has prepared, <laughs> he doesn't eat. So, I think that the man has to be coached. He has to be counseled and taught that that is not the way to so go. So, don't about. they live there again? They've moved outside. They, they, they still live there. But what happened was that the woman gave birth and uh, had to leave and go to her mother while she was pregnant and has not returned to the marital home. But because of that struggle with... Um, and sometimes when, I mean, as she, the story was being narrated, sometimes when she's in the middle of cooking, then her mother-in-law will come and say, no, don't cook it like this, do it like this, this is how my son likes it, and that kind of thing. And she feels that the, the, the marriage cannot work. Um, I would say that she, she, I mean, it's not too late, but I think that one of the things she could have done mm. was when she comes from work and he's with them, she joins them. Okay. You know, staying away from them creates a, 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 a gap. A gap between yeah. them. Uh-huh. So and he always communicates that you don't like them. Mm-hmm. Indirectly. Like, and also you don't like it. You don't yeah. like the fact that he's with them. Mm. But that's his mother and his sister. He can he would he would always love them. He would always like to be around them. True. So if he stay, you go and join him. Mm. And then you all have your chats. If it is food they have, you all eat it and come back and come and sleep. I mean that way, it's that you still build a certain closeness with the mother, and if there's a certain way that the the woman um, the son likes the food, I I won't say it's wrong for the woman the mother to tell you, but I think that you should you could have also made an effort to get closer to learn a few things from the mother. I I've heard of someone who actually went to the in-laws house mm-hmm. to go and learn how to make his husband's favorite food because his mother his husband used to 
said that oh my I, I like my mother's this i like my mother's this so much so that she actually went there to learn it oh wow from her mother her in law mother in law wow exactly that's a, how she does it mm. and after that she was making it for the husband the husband was happy very happy yes so sometimes we have to also make an extra effort mm. and not always find the negatives of the things that so if she says that he doesn't like it like this how does he like it Mm. Then he will learn it. You learn it. Mm. If you are, if you are, um, you learn it. You can always make it for him, and he will be happy. Mm. I mean, what are you looking for? A happy man, right? Yeah. So just do what you will make him happy. You can. You may have to go as an extent, a certain extent, to learn it. But it's okay. You you said something. What are you looking for? A happy man. Sometimes are we not looking for our happy selves? We want to be happy, but we are not concerned about making our spouses happy. It has to be mutual, Rev. It mm. has to be mutual. Mm. One person cannot be happy and the other not. One person cannot be in a relationship and want to be happy by yourself. Mm. The two of you have to. The two are one, remember? That's it. The two are one. So both of you mm. must be happy in the marriage. So, so if, if, you, if you spend time making the other person happy, those are seeds. Yes, they are seeds. <laughs> they are seeds. That you would, you would harvest. Yeah. Surely. Yes, certainly. Mm. Because as you're making him happy, he will also make you happy because he is happy. He's happy. You and know? a happy person likely is going to make another person happy. Yeah. So ah. there are seeds that you are sowing, Rev. <laughs> we always catch something, you see. A happy person is likely to make another person happy. <laughs> True. Good evening, helpers. Uh, I've been with my beloved for the past three years. I discovered he has a bad temper. <laughs> discovered? Yes. After three years? Yes. Um, no, no, I, I have a bad temper mm-hmm. and I get irritated by the slightest thing. He has a very good character, but it looks like he's getting fed up with my bad temper. What should I do? Change. How? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know your problem. Mm. So you must work at it. Okay. You know, you, have, you must work at it. Pray for the Holy Spirit to help you. But you must also work at it. Mm. When you are angry, you must control yourself. You have, you can, you should be able to control yourself. You know, you cannot just say that I have a bad temper. So, one, I mean, once I'm angry, I have to throw tantrums at every t- point in time. I think that you should, as a person, you know the problem, so deal with it. You are your problem. They say that a problem. Um, how, how do they say it? A problem. Sh- Shared, have solved. solved. Once you have even discovered the problem, you are you are you are you are solving it. So please work on it. You can work on it and pray for the Holy Spirit to help you. Mm. Now, I I also think one of the ways that she can change is to stop calling her, saying to herself that she has a bad temper. She should uh-huh. stop confessing uh-huh. that about uh-huh. herself uh-huh. and keep telling me that me that I have a bad bad temper. I mean, <laughs> the more you say it, you see, words have uh, creative yeah. power. Mm-hmm. So the more you say to yourself that oh, I have I have a bad temper, the more you remain as somebody with a, a bad temper. And you cannot First uh, Corinthians thirteen, if we are going to be Christians uh, in the in the relationship. In our attempt to make it better, First Corinthians thirteen says that love is not easily provoked. Mm-hmm. So if you are um, you get irritated by the slightest thing, it means that you are easily provoked. Now here you are saying that you don't want to lose him. So it means that you must develop with the help of the Holy Spirit the ability not to react to the to the slightest provocation. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I don't know if what I'm saying fits into the, the Christian bit of what we must do. Okay, let, we, ha- we have very little time left. Can we move on uh, to some other thing that we must do in an attempt to make the relationship better? Um, we yeah. talked about being a Christian. Uh, what else can we add? The other thing I believe we can add is get close to God. Okay. You know, I mean... Is it different from being a Christian? Yes. Okay, explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Um, in I'm this acting case, like an examiner. <laughs> in, this, in this case, the two of you are drawing close to God. On mm. Mm. Getting know, to know God more. Mm. Drawing, I mean, being closer to God. And from the model marriage, Bishop tells us, shows us that the closer you get to God, the closer the two couples, the couple... Get, get, close. get closer to each yes. other. The further you go away from God, the further you the couples also go. Mm. And I mean, there are other scenarios. So if you are your 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 you have agreed, or the two of you have said that we want this marriage to get better, mm. both of you must develop a personal relationship with God. Mm. You know, but develop. But when I say be a Christian. I'm talking about following the word of God. What God is Bible saying, saying. The Bible is saying. So, mm. like, submit to your husband, love your wife. That's being a Christian. Yeah. But that's different from being having a personal relationship, relationship. with God. Mm. And the closer you get to God, the closer you get to it. Because there's a common there's a common thing that you people would have, which is you are both friends with God. Mm. When you are talking, there are lots of topics that come up. Right. There are lots of discussions that can come up. Mm. And that even gives you a good foundation to build the relationship. Mm. So if that's what I would add, that you have to build a personal relationship with God. Is it not also the case that the, the closer your relationship is with God, the more uh, selfless you become or the more humble you become? You lose a bit of your self-confidence and, and the way you rate yourself. You, know, you see that you are, you are not that powerful after all. I, I, because I think I've heard, again, it must have been, been Bishop Dar who said it in a message or in a book, that the closer you get to God, the more useless you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're useless, as it were, you become less, you become less confident. See, often we think we are very good people. Mm. And we think we are better than our spouses. Instead of seeing them as better than us, we think we are better. So it's not the case that when you become close to God, you become less confident in yourself. The word of God has you a lose better... yourself, mm. you know, and you mm. take on Christ. You see, and those who have actually have en- had encounters with, the, with Jesus mm. have said that they felt like dirty. Right. You see, so like you have said... When you get close, you lose yourself. Mm. You realize that, Charlie, I'm not, I'm no better. I'm so not as you, wild as yes, I think. You see, so you, <laughs> you become, you accept your others for the other person's faults easily. Mm. You know, you, 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 you look onto the person more with love because the closer you get to God, God also rubs on you. Jesus yeah. will rub on you, yeah. and you would, you, would, you would learn how to love better. Mm. You know, so the closeness with God and your best building the personal relationship with God would f- feed into your relationship in various ways. Mm. And that's one of the ways that you can um, improve, practical ways that you can improve your, okay. your relationship. And, and, and uh, developing a relationship with God is just by spending more time in His presence, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm. Praying more, reading His, spending time in His yeah. presence. That's how 
the relationship with God will get better. What, what else can we add? Can we just touch? We have just a few minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Can we touch on just another point and then? Yes. Okay. So I think that um, another thing we can add is um, applying biblical principles. Right. Applying biblical principles in the marriage. So this time, I mean, like we, I, I, I always refer to this, the Bible is our manual. So the principles that the Bible gives us, they are the ones that we should apply mm. to our marriage. Okay. We must build our, our marriage around the church. You see, because the more, the, the, the more you have people, um, Christians around you, you get good counsel. Yeah. You see, you get good counsel. And if you get good counsel, there, there's, there, it's, you would make good decisions. True. You see, you make True. good decisions. In the multitude of counsel, there's, there's safety. safety. You see, so we must build our marriage around Christians, mm. around um, people that will influence us positively. So if this couple should actually draw closer to some of their closest, I mean, the, 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 the pastors, the church, the people that, in the, the leaders in the church. I mean, be, get people, surround yourself with people that will give you good counsel. Mm. I mean, uh, not, take, don't, don't get me wrong. Not everybody in church would give you good counsel. But f- surround yourself with people who will give you good counsel. And always make sure that you have somebody who you can talk to. I believe that it's, it's easier to get good counsel. Or more, you're more likely to have good, good advice counsel. from people in church. Yes. Than if, if you're hanging out with people who don't go oh, to church. Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Ch- chan- your chances of receiving good counsel in, yeah. in church and around church people is higher yeah. than if you were roaming about, about somewhere. You see, so I mean that that that's that's it. I I think that I mean the points that you have given us are, are quite practical and realistic enough. I, I I would have wanted us to talk a bit about the key of acceptance, which is also a chapter in the in the modern marriage. Maybe the next time we'll uh, we'll pick a few of the points there that also helps with dealing with ourselves yeah. and our expectations of our of our spouses. And once you deal with yourself and you uh, transform your mind you renew your um renew your mind you transform yourself by the renewing of your mind <laughs> you'd see that it, it becomes easier to deal with or relate to the person that yeah. we claim we love I, I i believe that um the way we deal with people we say we love is often not the best and and all of us we admit take that. advantage of ourselves we take advantage of oh, each we other. take ourselves for granted. For, I mean, sorry, too we granted. take ourselves <laughs> for granted too much. And, yeah. and sometimes it, it doesn't help. But mm-hmm. we God will help us. And we believe that we would um, um, get better. Our marriages will get better. Our relationships will get better. But before we leave the studio, let's, let's pray this prayer. I say that from the look of things, the, the world, the way it's going, we don't know anything. We don't know when we will go. Mm-hmm. And we also don't know when our Savior might come. We must just be ready. And so let's all pray this prayer together and invite Jesus into our hearts and make him our Lord and personal Savior. So kindly pray this prayer with me wherever you are and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus tonight, tonight I, confess I confess that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Me of all my sins. Wash, me with your blood Wash me with your blood and make me a new person. And make me a new person. From tonight I'll follow you and I'll serve you. I give you my heart I give you my and heart. I surrender my life to you. Thank you, Thank you for accepting me. For 
just the way I am. Amen and amen. And so if you pray this prayer for the very first time, you can be sure that, like Jesus said, the angels in heaven rejoice over the salvation of one soul. And so there's excitement in heaven and your life will not be the same again. You want to speak to us after the program, any of our counselors after the program, the number to call or text us is 054-351-4400. 054 Nanama, thank you so much for joining us on tonight's oh, program. I'm always blessed, Rev. Thank <laughs> you so much for having me. Yes, and to all our listeners, we want to assure you that um, by the grace of God, 2022 have quite a bit of um events coming up we also have different um um um, programs that are going to speak practically into the things we do in marriages and relationships and and we trust that god will help us we there are certain aspects of our our marital life or relationship life that we have left untapped and we would we believe that by the grace of god we will um, talk to uh, talk about all of them and bring all those hidden things out. So God bless you for joining us on the program. The program is live every weekday, Monday through Friday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. My name is Alexo Tuankama. God bless you and have a good night. Bye-bye. Love, relationships, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome to the best relationship and marriage talk show on radio. Helpers of your joy. The way you smile makes everything okay. Here's where you get all the answers and advice to spice up your love life. Join our apt, seasoned, and experienced counselors as they walk you through the intricacies of love, courtship, marriage, sex, temperaments, and all you need to know about relationships. Help Us of Your Joy comes your way every weekday, 9 to 10 p.m. here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Help Us of Your Joy, helping you have a joyful and blessed relationship. Oh,